right, you're listening to the Foreign Culture Podcast, where we talk relationship, uh, religion, and everything else in between. Um, this is uh, part two of singleness. Um, same cast, same topic. Uh, so we're just gonna, you know, go back from where we where we left off. Um, you know, where Navi again, you were you were telling us about, you know, the issues that a lot of sisters face about not having the solidarity in singleness, um, about you know not having you know, a true sisterhood in our church communities. Um, yeah, I guess we can, we can just go go right off of that. Yeah, thanks, David. Uh, at, at least from my observation, I don't know, I can't speak for every single BOC, mm-hmm. um, but it, for like the church community that, that I'm part in right now, I'm currently part in, I could say that, you know, I'm not really seeing that. And I think a lot of us are aware of it. Um, so yeah, there's there's kind of work that needs to be done. Um, as I was saying earlier, um, we cannot go through this journey, this Christian journey alone. Like we need one another. Um, I know sometimes um, it might appears that okay, well you know friendship is not something that I that I um, can't live without. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's not like food or water or things like that. Right. Sometimes right. that's that's how we might see it. But 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 like, you know, going back to Jesus, he had 12 disciples. Right. And he had so many moments where he would ask, you know, a couple of them to come and pray with them. You know, so he was really flesh. So he was kind of built, he built that path for us to like, just teach us how, you know, a Christian life, you know, it's going to be. So even if he's like him, he, he um, had disciples, he had moments where he would ask some of these disciples to go and pray with him and stay with him or, you know, so what about us, you know? So although sometimes we might feel, oh, I don't need anybody, um, you know, people are this, people are that, people are disappointed, you know, disappointed, like people, I can't trust people, people do this, but <laughs> what about us, you know, um, you know, as a person, you know, uh, what can I do to make my friendship with somebody else better, right? It, it, mm-hmm. I don't think it's always the other person. I think sometimes it could be us. But we have to kind of be real with ourselves and being sincere with ourselves and be receptive too. Like, like, you know, we're saying earlier, David, like, you know, some friends might point out certain things to you, you know, but are you being receptive to their criticism? Right. Yeah. So we have to truly be really true to ourselves and be sincere um, to ourselves and be receptive. And it's it's not always the the other person that's doing this or that. So you know maybe there's some adjustment that needs to be done, right? Mm-hmm. So um, really being in that mindset, and and although we might feel like we can live without friendship, we can live without other people, but I, I don't think anything that we've accomplished in our lives so far was completely by ourselves. You know what I mean? We needed all yeah. our parents. To help yeah. us, you know, you know, get an education or, you know, be build the character, certain characters in us, you know, like, you know, and, and even like, 
you know, the way you talk, the way you think sometimes has to be with your, has to do with your background. So it's, it's not really something that you going through this life alone and you don't need anybody, you know? And sometimes I, I feel like we see it that way. Yeah, I don't need anybody. People were this, people were that. But I don't think life, this life on earth, it's not meant to live alone. It's not meant to walk this life, this journey alone. We need others. And until we come to that realization that, you know, we do need others and our success is never really like about ourselves. It's all, it includes others as well. You know, when I was going through school, you know, and I felt like, you know, I couldn't, you know, classes were hard. There was that brother, this brother or that sister that was encouraging me, you know, when I, when I, um, when I was struggling or, you know, things like that, you know, there was somebody else, you know, that was there for me, that was lending me a hand, that was, you know, you know, encouraging me, that took me out to have breakfast or, you know, that really made me feel better and I could go back and study. You know, there's a lot of things in, you know, I'm having a bad day at my job. I could talk to, I could call a friend and vent, you know, to that person about it. So it, it might appears that the fact that you know, it's it's not a friendship. It's not like, you know, something that was created like food or nature, whatever. And that it might comes up like, you know, I don't need that. But in reality, you you do need one another. We do need one another in this walk. So, I'll, um, I'll, so yeah, that's that. I'll, I'll say one thing before, you know, pass the baton over to you, Gatson. Um, something that I openly cannot agree with is the term salvation is personal. Um, mm -hmm. Salvation is interpersonal. There's absolutely no mm -hmm. way that you will make it without your mm -hmm. brothers and sisters. Yeah. It's, it's, it's impossible. I, I, I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't care how, how holy you think you are. I don't care how strong you think you are, how wise you think you are. Salvation is interpersonal. Um, yeah. Yeah, you hit it on the nose. Um, yeah, go ahead, um, Godson. Yeah, I mean, I could say for a fact that what you guys are saying is, again, still spot on, right? So you can't really, and it's funny because we're talking about singleness, um, but even in singleness, God never keeps you isolated. And Sometimes we isolate ourselves, but that's not his intention for us, even in singleness. And that's clear and proven from the time we're born. We're born into a natural family. That's the first institution that we're ever exposed to. The people that give birth to us and or raise us. That's what we're exposed to, family. Then we're brought to a community, whether it's early education in school or the church. He brings us to a community. If a five-year-old loses their arm when they're five years old, 10 years later, they'll be 15 and they'll grow. But the arm that they lost, it'll be dead. Mm -hmm. It will be rotting away, been gone, destroyed, the, you know, deteriorated, decayed. It's the same thing when we try to isolate ourselves and cut ourselves off from people and and remove ourselves from these 
environments completely and these institutions and these relationships completely, we're dead. You can't grow in isolation. And then we wonder why when we get into marriages, the marriage isn't fruitful. It's dead. It's because while we were single, we thought that singleness was equivalent to isolation. And it's mm-hmm. not. It's not the same thing. You can be single, but that doesn't mean that you're alone. And I think that actually even ties into one of the challenges of being single is this constant fear of being alone. But trying to run from that loneliness, you can end up in a marriage and you're more isolated than you would have been if you stayed single. Mm-hmm. Because that person that you're with, that might not be the right person, is because there's certain principles you didn't learn and they probably didn't learn while they were single. And again, those are things that you learn from people. That's actually why, and not to go off subject, but that's actually why it's important even to not run away from community when it comes to church because you need to fellowship with other people. You, you Like you said, you need other people. This is not something that you can take on, up on your own. Jesus, who came to save the entire world, wasn't even sent to do it alone. He also had other men with him, other disciples, other women that he called to help him do what he had to do. Why do we think in our little selves that whatever we want to accomplish in this life, that we can accomplish it alone? When Jesus, our Lord and Savior, the creator of heaven and earth, didn't do it alone. He had people that he chose to confide in, people that he chose to rely on people that he depended on to get certain things done. We have to come to the comprehension and understanding that in our walk, while we're single, that we're not isolated. So I agree completely with what you guys are saying. And we can't isolate ourselves either. It's not healthy. It's not productive. It's not effective. We won't be efficient. And if anything, we'll be setting ourselves up for failure in the future. I, I agree. I think people misinterpret that, like you say, they, that, um, you know, loneliness and singleness, um, they're not synonymous. They're, they're not, not at all. Um, like you, you have to, you do have to put yourself out there because that's how you find good people and that's, that's how good people will find you. Uh, you know, just tying back what we said last episode about the importance of a friendship. Um, that's, that's how friends are found. You know, I, I feel like the, the, my my best friends, you know, we, we, we found each other, um, but we were also looking for each other, not knowing that we would find each other, you know, if, if that makes sense. Um, but I, I don't think you really get that from from sisters. And, and I get, like you said, not be, you know, you're not speaking for, for all the sisters, um, but we know, we know a lot of them, you know, we know a lot of, we know a lot of sisters um, and you know, I can say for the brother's side, it's a lot easier. Like friendship comes a lot, a lot easier. Um, you know, the stakes aren't as high, I guess I'd say, among the brothers. You know, it's, it's <laughs> people always say like, it's so easy for guys to become friends because we, we ask less questions. We know very little, <laughs> you know, so long as you like the same team where we're all cool. Um, but I guess let me ask you this then, you know, this is for both of you guys. Um, 
what what I guess programs or um what systems do you think churches can offer to to help you know to help people that are going through you know the season of singleness because for for um people that are engaged like I personally can say like my uh, my fiance and I we're going through marriage counseling right like Pastor Zizi um is taking us through marriage counseling and that is something that you know we don't have at my my assembly it's not something I hear in a lot of other assemblies so that's honestly a blessing you know I thank God for him honestly um but you have stuff for like you know mar married couples you know when they're when they're married they sometimes have marriage counseling there too um but like what systems would you guys love to see in our churches for single people Well, I guess I'll go, um, and I'll say this, single seminars are important, um, and we need to do them. And one of the reasons we need to do them is because I think we operate under the assumption that someone who is educated, right, in the school system, they've gone to high school, or they've gone to college and or are in college, or they're already in their career, what have you, that they know what it means to be a man and a woman. They're over 18 years old. The United States of America recognizes them as a legal adult, and they're capable of making all the right decisions or being held accountable for their actions, and they're good. We don't have to train them. We don't have to teach them. We don't have to expose them to who they're supposed to be as an individual. That is a crucial mistake that I think we make um, as a single individual the work that should be done in your life, a portion of that responsibility falls on you. But since we are children of God, there's a portion of that responsibility that falls on a local ministry and a local assembly to train up young men and say, this is what it means to be a man. I'm not telling you about being a father right now. We'll get to that when you get there. I'm not telling you about being a husband right now. We'll get there when we get there. But how are you as a man? And how are you as a brother? That kind of teaching, that kind of training needs to take place. A lot of the things that we can't figure out on our own and then we stumble. It's funny and sad. Someone said this during the Homestead meeting as a question. They said, we learn a lot of things on TikTok. And they were talking about in terms of relationships and marriage. But to be honest, some people even come to an understanding of who they're supposed to be as a person from social media. And that makes no sense. But yeah. that's what actually happens. Mm -hmm. The framework for who we're supposed to be as a single individual shouldn't be coming from social media. It should be coming from the word of God because it's the word of God that will truly show us in practicality how we should be but we ourselves are not sufficient to break that down and understand how that is supposed to be applied in every personal aspect of our lives we do need people that are experienced and seasoned to sit us down and say like this goes back to what you said david about elders to tell us here's what you need to understand about walking in these actual shoes Here's what you'll face as a young person, as a young man, a young woman. We need that kind of training. We don't have that. Because we don't have that, 
we have a bunch of deficits and these deficits cause disasters. And that's why these marriages are so problematic because while people are single, they don't know a single thing about themselves or who they're supposed to be. So that would be one suggestion I would strongly urge. Abby? Yeah, I, I really uh, completely agree with what he got soon. Um, it's, it's really about educating, um, you know, this the community of single people. You know, everything that we're lack sometimes, it's because we don't have really true knowledge of it. And, you know, taking the time to educate us how to be, you know, single Christians, really going to um, help us and in, in, in really go a long way. So, um, and then really, and having role models, you know, in, in the church as well, right? Um, you know, in, in, in having and seeing in those role models, you know, a sense of transparency, right? So uh, being relatable. Um, so I can, I can come to you and in, in having an honest conversation, no matter how difficult, you know, the conversation might be, but, you know, because if I see you as a role model, because you portray that sense of transparency, I can honestly sit down with you and have a, a really honest and sincere uh, conversation. So really, uh, as Godson was saying, it's like, you know, we need to be more educated in the church, you know, creating more sessions for singles. I seen that in past years, just starting doing it for married couples. So I would like the same thing to be done for, um, you know, single people as well. Um, really take, taking the time to educate us, you know, how to be better Christian, how to be uh better version of ourselves as, as as human beings and you know and and really uh help us to exercise you know that that sense of community you know you know building trust amongst us and I feel like if we have a good leadership system where people are very transparent with one another um they're very sincere in their you know in interaction um I think as the new generation that's coming up, you know, we can learn from them and we can like learn to have that same sort of relationship that we're seeing in our leadership, right? So we're kind of looking up, you know, up to them. So if we're not seeing the elders, you know, have sort of relationship among each other or that sisterhood or that brotherhood, like, you know, like how do we expect the next generation to have that, right? So, uh, you know, having true role models, you know, that we can look up to and really learn from them and, you know, and apply that, you know, in our relationship with others, I think really uh, will we'll go a, a, a long way. You know, um, I agree with both of you 100%. Um, I love the idea of having a seminar, right? I, I think it, it would go a long way. Um, I, I recently went to, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar. It's, um, it's like Ezekiel. You guys remember P4CM? 
Oh yeah, yeah, I know Ezekiel. <laughs> yeah, Ezekiel, right, right. So <laughs> this guy, he got me into poetry. He definitely got me into poetry. Um, don't ask me to spit anything, but uh, he got me. He I got, got you. Me. Red fish, blue fish, <laughs> one fish, two fish. Two there fish. we go. Drop the mic. <laughs> but yeah, but they they've um <laughs> they've they've definitely evolved from just providing poetry, but now they're having a lot of serious discussions. And um, like I, I recently, Tanya and I actually, we recently went to their, it's called Let's Talk, um, you know, where they were, you know, talking about relationship and the different phases of it, um, how um, single seasons can affect marriage seasons. And uh, one of the biggest things they said, they said, well, how many of you guys are mentoring? And it just goes back to what you're saying, Navi, right? Um, there have to be people that step up. Uh, and I, I think who said, I think Pastor Walker said it at the meeting. Um, and I think the other brother from the Bahamas had made mention of this too, that we're going to have to do this at our church, at our local churches. We're going to have to sit down and talk with our youth. Oh, no, it was the, um, uh, I forget the brother. Um, he's kind of got a Southern accent. Um, he's, um, he was, he was, explaining how he's got two youth leaders that he talks to and you know then he has like five other people that that come brother to him phil? brother phil there we go and i i loved his process and you know it's processes like that that'll help reinforce the idea of let's have uh, the re reinforce the idea of having a seminar because you've got to see the victories in the in the churches right like the singular victories and then you know you can start adding them up um continue the conversations in meetings like homestead and and east 98 or conventions even because um there isn't a lot of exposure for youth you know it's now that i'm starting to see forums it's now that i'm starting to see you know questions being asked by youth and sent in um but the rest of the year it's just this is our regular meeting right <laughs> Um, but I think it is gonna is gonna take uh, a step from us, but it's tough because, like you said, Sister Navi, sometimes you don't get the same um, energy, right, from saints in your church, um, especially if it's something that can help the church. And and David, just to put an emphasis in, in, on that part, um. You know, there's a lack of, of transparency as well. Um, we can always have those seminars, right? We mm -hmm. can always have those sessions, right? But mm -hmm. whoever is is presenting or uh, hosting or, you know, who have the privilege to talk at those seminars, you know, you know, it's 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 going to take you know, a lot of transparency from them, right? Yeah. Um, I can't. I'm, I cannot teach you and not being vulnerable as well, you know, and not being true to myself and, and sharing my own experiences, right? Like for me right now, I'm talking. Um, it's I've struggled a lot, you know, in my in my spiritual walk. You know, it's it hasn't been easy for me, right? I'm mm -hmm. not talking like somebody who figured it out, you know, just like that, you know. I had to learn and learn things, you know. I had to, uh, you know, work on um, eliminating certain misconceptions. You know, I fell so many times. I stumbled so many times. So 
I have to be true to myself. I can't, I won't make it, I won't talk like, you know, this is easy or I got it all figured out, you know, or I did this or, um, you know, it's easy, you know, you just have to do this. You just have to do that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. being true to ourselves in our conversation with one another, with one another, you know, having those difficult conversations and being transparent. Um, and that's where you're going to find people being able to relate to you and truly can come to you and, you know, and be open in their conversation with you. So uh, I've, I've sat in, you know, some meetings and I've seen, you know, the elders get up and talk and it seems like, you know, everything was so perfect for them, right? You know, yeah. they might, they probably say I had struggles, but they'll give you a silly example that meaning like that's like, okay, oh, like one thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know, you know, sin is a big thing. You know, I've struggles with sin as well. One of the same sins that I uh, had to struggle with was I'm not trying anything job or anything like that. But mm-hmm. just say an example oh, was um, I didn't I used to not like my brothers and sisters. Right. That was a sin. Mm-hmm. Or I used to um, drink beer. Right. Mm-hmm. So is that truly? <laughs> <laughs> it's so surface level. You know, it, it's so a struggle. Like, I mean, I know, you know, certain, you know, things, you know, but there's real sins out there. There's real yeah. struggle out there. That's what I want to hear about. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You tell me, okay, it's a struggle. Yeah, you understand. But when I you got the rum punch in my hand right now. With me, yeah, Stop it. When you could sorry, <laughs> experience with me. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't used to love my brothers. You know, I didn't care for them. Okay. O- okay. So w- what does that tell me? What, how does that really help me? Right. That was me last week. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, fast. Wait, I need, I need the so, level three sins. <laughs> experience from you. Right. Yeah. And I could yeah. feel that, you know, somebody else is going through what I'm going through. Right. And then I can't, mm-hmm. I, I won't sit there killing myself, feeling I'm the worst person on earth, but having, knowing that there are other people out there like me that are struggling in their Christian life, that are facing certain things that I'm facing and how they go about it, how they fight to deal with it every day. That's what I want to hear about. Because a lot of us, sometimes we we get into sins, we commit sins, and and we we're sitting there, we're, we're depressed because we feel like, oh my God, everybody's it's a sin in, in the church, and mm-hmm. oh my God, it's only me who's sinning, you know, constantly sinning. But it's not the reality. But that's what we're like we're seeing. That's the what that's portrayed to us, right? So, yes, having those seminar is good, but having people that are really transparent, you know, in their sharing, in their delivering you know, of, of those presentations, right? So mm-hmm. we, we do need that. I don't want to hear anything that's basic just so that, okay, yeah, it, it's, it's, it, it's not easy. It's not an easy walk. At least for me, it's not, you know, it's, it's a constant fight. I don't know how many times I fell. I don't know how many times I wanted to give up. I don't know how many times, like, you know, I felt so bad about myself. You know, I don't know how many times I, I, I went through those cycles, but I have yeah. to be real to myself. And when I'm talking with another sister or another brother, another person or a non-believer, right? I have to be real to them. I mean, if you judge me, well, you know, it will be on you. But at least right. God knows that I'm real in my relationship and my sharing with you because we're helping each other in this walk. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, <laughs> something that I kept hearing through uh through the grapevine at Homestead was, you know, like who put these men up there? And again, not to discredit them, you know, because I get it. Like these 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 men have been in the game. You know, they've got they've got you know a lot of skin in the game, um, with their local assemblies, a lot of elders. But there were probably only two of the brothers up there that represented the youth, right? And that was like Brother Funds and, and Brother Gatsa. I'm sorry, and Brother um, Gingardi, you know, that, that that honestly represented the, the youth on, on the panel, right? And um, some were saying like, yo, like, can we vote? Can we vote on who we'd like up there? And, you know, you guys can at least pick from there or can we, or at least can we give you at least 15, 20 brothers that we'd like to see up there that, um, that's either operating in the ministry, right? That we think you would, you know, validate to give good input. And again, it's not like the elders couldn't, you know, you know, on some of the things that they may, they may say, but at least give them the chance to. And that's how you're going to get more attention. You're going to get more buy-in from the youth. So, but yeah, but I vote for, for Godson. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Go Godson, go Godson. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and pass my vote to Nobby because Nobby clearly tonight made it clear. <laughs> Nobby is him. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, for sure. Oh, and speaking of that, yes. Um, if Sister Shawnee and Sister, Sister Christelle, um, can attest to this. The night before Sister Jamima went like dropped 81 in the garden before she because <laughs> boy like before she before she dropped 81 i went to them i was just like why is it that i haven't heard from any sisters um and it, it honestly irritates me the fact that we don't hear from enough sisters because um you ask anyone and i'll say it here um i personally believe that majority of the wisdom in the body of christ comes from sisters. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, 100%. Sisters definitely have a lot um, that they can really put out there. Um, a lot of them are very learned, uh, very educated, very well instructed, even in the word of God. Um, mm -hmm. and it's just, you know, it's amazing what can be done and accomplished through them when the opportunity is presented and Tonight was a clear living testament of that. Um, you know, Navi took us back to Dorsey Park. She's just out here throwing uh, <laughs> and ones to herself. To stop yeah, Dorsey. Like, off the backboard. <laughs> like, she, she's just out here windmill uh -uh. reverse dunks. And it's just like, oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> oh, man. All that to say, it's been a pleasure. I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored. Oh, yeah, man. it's been a pleasure, you know, as well. Um, thank you for inviting me, um, um, Godson. And, and, you know, he's been on me 24-7. And Dave, on your hand, I do the same thing as well. But, yeah, I, I, was, I was, you know, it was good. It was a good time. It was a good conversation. Um. Yes, so I, I was happy to be here with you both, with both of you. Yeah, same. You know, God knew. Um, you know, I've 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 gotten to the habit of anything good that happens. I'm like, yeah, God, 
he he knew he knew you know what was going to be said the benefits of it so thank you guys yes sir I mean, just shout out to tanya giving david some extra wisdom on tonight's session ah i didn't know that influence. david was engaged yeah oh, but oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah congratulations yeah, thank you yeah uh, <laughs> 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 